This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Everybody, it is Monday, it is a new week, it is a new day, and you are here with your same old presenters, <laughs> Ingersoll's and beautiful Zoe George. Oh my goodness, I had such a fantastic introduction. I don't even know how to come back from that, Inga. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, these, this, these are the things we do at 180 degrees, you know. So, so send us your intro. Like if you maybe have an intro or a start off with a show. I've actually gotten a couple of voice notes, you know, of people auditioning for radio so, and I love listening to it Same. so send us your intro I mean that'll be so fun indeed I feel like it's nice to hear from the audience like whenever we mm. get like your whatsapps or your sms's because some yes. of y'all have those that airtime or even <laughs> if we connect with you on Facebook it's always lovely we love hearing from you guys we absolutely love it and we have an amazing show planned for you guys but first Zoe how was your weekend? My weekend, well, I wrote an exam on Thursday. So after I finished that, I literally just conked out. Like I had oh. to rest. And then, yeah, I had some fun. I went to a birthday party and mm. did my hair. Oh. And, yeah, various other I wanted things. to say fresh. It's looking Ah, must fetish. know. You the, understood the assignment. <laughs> indeed. My edges are laid. But ah, Inga, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was literally, and I say this and it's finally true. It was a chill weekend. Ooh. I cleaned the house on Friday. So Saturday, it was a chill day. Wow. Sunday, I went to church, came home. I made this huge Sunday lunch because I always dodge the Sunday lunch. It like, is a lot. It is a lot. But this Sunday, I was like, I'm going to make Sunday lunch. So I made the Sunday lunch. And afterwards, we went for a drive by the beach, had some ice cream, and then went home. It was a really good weekend. It sounds like it, too. Y'all had so much fun. I'm almost a little jelly. Oh, Zoe, you know you're always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I will get there as soon as I get my license. Fifth <laughs> <laughs> time's the charm. But anyways, we have such a fun-packed show for you guys today. We have a wonderful, groovy movie. Some fun What's Down in Cape Town centered around Franchuk. So if you're listening from that side, you can give us a shout-out at 0817291657 or 37988 if you want to send us an SMS. The interview we have for today is so fun. We're talking Ooh, to I'm a excited. Very, right? We're talking to a very young, inspirational girl. Her name is Jess Celestra Bust. And you guys don't want to miss this one. But if you do end up missing this, then Don't please. Don't worry. Exactly. You can check us out on our podcast, which you can find at www.kpulpit.co.za. Now, while you guys are getting ready to listen to this fun-packed show, because we will be with you guys until 8 p.m., please listen to All We Need Is Love by Frank, Billy, and I. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. So we just listened to All We Need Is Love by Frank 
Billy and I, and that was a fun tune. But mm-hmm. now, as the ID has indicated, we are in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. However, for this week, we're actually taking a focus on Franchuk. Now, anyone who knows me knows I love culture. I love the arts. Inga does too. We love art mm. here on 180 Degrees. We love it. We yeah. might be, okay, and by we, I mean Zoe, might be <laughs> studying law. I, I just had to stop myself there. I was like, we might be studying law, but we enjoy the arts. <laughs> it, it, it is very enjoyable, and I think there's a lot to be learned. So this week's What's Down in Cape Town focuses primarily on art galleries in Franchuk. I'm going to start with the first of three called Ebony Curated. Now founded in 2007, Diavolt Prinsloo, Leonardo de Villiers, and Mark Staines in Bordeaux House is one of the two Ebony Curated galleries in Franchuk. There is a third one in Loop Street. Interesting story, I tried to go for First Thursdays this month. But they would close by the time I tried to get in. But it's okay, we have next month. Ebony Curated Bordeaux House focuses on contemporary works and masters from the continent. They are represented by artists including Zemba, Luzumba, Hubrin, Kiamati Mafafo, Wale Lagunji, and others, as well as classic works from Alexis Preller, Eric Lobsher, Cecil Scottness, and Peter Clark. The opening times are from Monday to Sunday from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is found in Bordeaux House on 4 Bordeaux Street in Franchuk. That is the Franchuk branch. There's another one in Loop Street and another one in Franchuk as well. The next one is the Everard Reed at the Liu Estate. Now, this was opened quite recently, actually, literally a mm. year ago in November 2020. Everard Reed at the Liu Estate is the latest addition to the Everard Reed collection, serving as a gallery of sculptures and other things it's like a park just filled with sculptures the striking monumental sculptures dotted around the Feinbos and in the winelands complements the purpose-built gallery that the house that houses one of the most impressive collections of contemporary fine art now you can find this place from wednesday to sunday open from 10 a.m to 4 p.m the address being view estate in dawsonburg road in french hook now the last but certainly not the least one is the man's art now this one's a little bit older than the others with about 16 years of experience in the market, Migos Mans, the gallery's founder, is very passionate about contemporary African art and has signed on several talents uniquely to his gallery, with new artists and new bodies of work being added on a regular basis. From limited edition prints to originals on oils as well as sculptures, now Mans Art ships directly to your home and is fully insured. That's quite nice, actually, if you're into building your art collection because there's a lot of money to be had there in investments. If you would like to visit the gallery, the opening times are from Monday to Sunday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you want to contact Mr. Manns, you can contact him at 021-876-4402 or you can email him at info at mansart, mans being M-A-N-Z-A-R-T dot com. And yeah, you can find it on 30 Huguenot Street in French Hook. Oh, love it, love it. I actually think I need to make Franchuk my destination Same. for this up-and-coming weekend. It's a really quaint town. I, It's beautiful. I was going to say, it's like its own little yeah. world on its own. Legit. <laughs> oh, love it. Absolutely love it. Same. Now let's head on into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. 
Now it is 11 past, well, actually 12 past seven now. Literally said that two seconds before the time changed. <laughs> but you are here on 729 AM listening to me, Zoe George. One thing about the radio, the timing is so accurate. Right. So we can say I was two seconds out. Mm. <laughs> Down to the split second, literally. It's insane. Now let's talk about this week's groovy movie. Now it's a classic, one loved by very many people. I quite like it. The song is a little bit, mm, you know, I like the song itself. Mm. It's just the message behind it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I understand that they were trying to be ironic, you know, mm. but a part of me is still like, oh, well, you know, that's not entirely right, you know, but I love this movie. I love this song. And if you guys have any idea what this week's groovy movie is, and we really, really hope you do, you can WhatsApp us the answer being the name of the movie. And if you want to be fancy, you can add in the name of the song. WhatsApp this information to 081-729-1657. I repeat, 081 081- 729-1657. Alternatively, you can SMS us at 37988. Now, get out your phones because we know you know what it is. And listen and let us know what you think this week's groovy movie is. Zoe on 180 Degrees. So we just listened to The King Is Here by Corey Voss. It was quite a fun one. But before we listen to that song during our break, we played a song for you guys that formed part of this week's groovy movie section of the show. Now, I hate keeping you guys in suspense. It's been three years. You know me by now. You know I don't like that because it only takes me one slip up. Yep. And I've given it. <laughs> That's Zoe for you. Inga's so done with me. <laughs> When all you have to say is, yep. <laughs> there was just so much emotion behind it. <laughs> That's Zoe on 180 degrees. <laughs> oh, that was a lovely idea, wasn't it? <laughs> let me just give you guys this week's groovy movie. I'm just going to give it to you straight. This week's groovy movie was Make a Man Out of You from Mulan 1, not 2. All of you guys who guessed it correctly can give yourselves a pat on the back because you indeed know disney channel's movies from the Mm -hmm. 90s and that's very impressive if you ask me very very important part of childhood indeed (laughs) it's a very specific skill set not many possess (laughs) but yeah now let's head on into the interview section of the show now on the line we have jess celestial but she is quite an outstanding young lady at just 14 years old she's already a mental health advocate and she's a student of the arts she's written a book she has an exceptionally bright future and i'm honestly so excited to have her on air tonight and i think you guys are going to be excited to hear her as well good evening jess how are you doing today 
Good evening, Zoe. I am doing so, so well today and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Honestly, Inga and I are so excited to have you on the line. Evening, evening. (laughs) So I'd just like to ask you, Jess, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Like, who is Jess Celeste Robust? Of course, I'd be happy to. Um, So I love writing and reading as well. As you can probably tell, I wrote a book and I really adore watching movies as well. Like my favorite movie at the moment is probably going to be have to want. It's probably, wow, if I can talk, <laughs> going to have to be one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Just oh, wow. love Tolkien. He's fantastic. Oh, my word. And I really like playing music as well. I enjoy writing songs. And fun fact, I was baptized two years ago on the 24th of December. Oh my goodness, really? Wow. Yeah. That's so that's so fun. I think I was also baptized about two years ago as well. So twins. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so which instrument do you play exactly? Uh, pardon, sorry? Which instruments do you play exactly? Oh, sorry. I play the piano and I play the ukulele oh. and I can play a grand total of three chords on the guitar. You know what? <laughs> That's like four chords more than many people. So can you tell us, how did you, how did you get into writing? Writing has really been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Writing in words, I think. My my parents read to me a lot as a child. Uh, The Robus household is honestly just a family of huge literary nerds. We all read a lot my dad got me into into lord of the rings and it's one of the things we share and so when i was younger telling stories and reading them and sharing them was just it was just a part of life and mm. so writing them down was just the was just a natural step to take and so i started writing stories uh when i was very young writing and telling stories and poetry poetry came along with that i think the first poem that i ever wrote i wrote at 9 years old and it wasn't very good, but um, it was a starting place. And I sort of just continued with that and used writing as a way to express my thoughts and emotions when I didn't really know what they were or how to explain them to myself, let alone other people. Sure. You know, just listening to you talk about this, it makes me so excited. And I need to ask this next question. What is your book about? My book is a book of poetry and it's about my experience with mental health and mental illness. Mm. It's about um, my journey with anxiety and depression and undiagnosed OCD, going from a place of really just deep uncertainty and, and fear and shame just to a place now, thankfully a whole bunch better than I was then, a place mm. now of hope and of more surety feeling more certain in myself and in my faith and my relationship with other people and i think that really ties in with the, with the next question can you tell us more about what inspired you to become a mental health advocate oh wow uh, mental health is something that is incredibly important to me i've seen the effect of untreated mental illnesses mm. in my own life and in the lives of people that i care about like in in my friends i've seen people dealing with mental health issues you know 
mm-hmm. the teenage life, it's, it's such a cliche, but you have body image issues and issues of academic validation, which honestly do play such a negative role in people's view of themselves and their own self-esteem. And in older generations, mental health issues are present too. I think that I really do believe that mental health is an issue which knows no boundaries. And so our support of it shouldn't know any boundaries either. And so I saw the, these effects and I saw the effect on the general population and I felt it. And I really just, I knew that I needed to help with this, that it was something I could help with. I could shed light and maybe help somebody else and make their mental health journey and their journey to a better place a little bit easier or a little bit more bearable. And so that's when I knew that I had to become a mental health advocate because I needed to to tell people why mental health is something that needs to be addressed and why it's not something that's easy to deal with and why it's something that deserves love and support. You're honestly so correct. I feel like many people disregard mental health issues because with many mental health issues, they do manifest themselves in physical ways. But in the beginning, it's not always very easy to see the effects of them. That causes many people to dismiss them, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because, as you have said, exactly. it leads, yes, it leads to them being untreated and then people spiral. And I think as a young person as well, I've seen the effects on it on many people around me, both in like figures in society or people close to me, or my friends, mm-hmm. people I love. And I think the more people we have talking about it, the more normalized it gets because I think the advances we've made as a society and as scientists and doctors in mental health, we've done a lot in the past maybe 100 years. It was very taboo back in the day. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we have more people talking about this, making it more normalized to say, okay, yes, I do look after my mental health. That is amazing. And to see Mm. someone so young be very serious about this and want to actually help other people and making steps because you... I really have to applaud you. Like you've done quite a bit at a very young age and you never really let your youth get in the way of letting you see your dreams or helping other people. That's a very laudable characteristic, Jess. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's all right. I'd like to ask you, what are your long-term and or short-term goals regarding your work? This being your writing, your instruments, the art you do, I see you have done quite a few Eisteddfuds, I believe. I checked your website out. It was fantastic. Thank you. Um, my my mum made it. I don't know the first thing about computers or web designing, but my mum and her amazing best friend, Carol Eilertson, made the website. So props to them for that. But um, <laughs> made me feel very good about myself. Um, but my short-term goals within, say... I think the next year or so is I'd love to start speaking at schools and really uh, sharing my message with teenagers and people, people in my own age group, because I've got the privilege of doing many wonderful things like speaking on your lovely station and getting to talk with many people of the older generations and really starting to start the conversation there, you know, telling parents how to make an environment in which their children feel as if they can talk to them about mental health, which really has been a privilege. Um, but I feel like it's just as important to start the conversation with teenagers, mm. making mental health something which is less taboo. Because mm. like you've said, we've definitely taken steps as a society to decrease the stigma around it, 
but some of it is still remaining. You know, the view of it is something that makes you weak or a choice that you've made, something you've brought upon yourself. And those, of course, are totally not true. And so I think that to, um, to take away these stigmas and these harmful untruths and to tell young people that it's okay to feel the way that they do and that they don't have to go through these feelings alone is really something that I'm excited to do in the foreseeable future. And then, and then in the long term, I would ideally, ideally love to study overseas. In uh, preferably, I'd love to study at Cambridge University. It's a wild dream, and <laughs> I'd love to study screenwriting and get into writing for TV shows because I really enjoy doing that, and still continue with my poetry and writing and raising awareness around mental health. But really, I just want to carry on writing and sharing important stories. And that's what I want to do with my life in both the short term and the long term. Yeah, that's a very beautiful dream. Like I feel like representation, especially historically, was not always the best, especially for people who do suffer from mental health issues. Mm. So you coming from that background, knowing all of this and being mature for your age, you would be able to write and craft a very brilliant story that other people can relate to and not feel Thank like you. it is triggering and it can actually help people yeah. so that's a very beautiful mm. dream actually i wish you all the best of luck with that mm. but i have a good feeling that you'll be able to do it once you put your mind to it so, thank you so much so i'd like to ask you how would you say the COVID 19 virus or any of the international lockdowns have affected your journey both in any way like with writing with music anything well, they've definitely given me a whole lot more time to write. Uh, I think when I was stuck in the house, I did nothing but write for a while. I, uh, I kept a journal for the first lockdown that we had last year, for the duration of that. I read it the other day and it's interesting. Um, and I wrote a lot of songs too. It was wonderful. I took part in in a competition, well, not a competition, more a challenge put up by the musician Melinda Kathleen Reese to write a song every day in the month of April. And that was a, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And I uh, began my foray into musical theatre writing. And so I started, I started writing musical theatre songs and scripts, and that was also a lot of fun. And then on the emotional and mental health side, it was a mixed bag. I think the positive side was that I gained a lot more self-awareness in terms of my emotions. And uh, the negative side was I gained a lot more self-awareness into my emotions because I couldn't ignore them anymore. Mm. Uh, they were really present and especially things like my previously undiagnosed OCD really started to rear my head, rear its head rather. <laughs> there were so many things in the world that I couldn't control that I began to really hyperfixate and like controlling things that I could, which did not make me feel very good. And so there was a lot of anxiety and stress. And I wrote, uh, I wrote a lot of poems for my poetry book during lockdowns. Hmm. But I also got an external look and I got to see that other people was with mental health during lockdown as well. There was really a lot of awareness, I think, that was raised about mental health. Uh, during lockdown especially mm. online which is one of the things I really do appreciate about online spaces 
the amount of awareness that can be brought with them and through them. Hmm. That's very mm. true, actually. So, so true. You seeing social media being used and online being used as a, you know, a good thing because a lot of the times we always hear about cyberbullying and this and that and that mm-hmm. and actually seeing people use it for the better and yeah. using it for the good is something that really makes, you know, it's really makes the world a better place. Mm. So Exactly. So Jess, I would just like to ask, do you have any words of advice for any young people that might be listening and want to follow in your footsteps, especially those who are afraid of trying, you know? Um, so first and foremost, what I, what I always say and what I always feel is important to start with, and I will always say it no matter how many interviews I do, is that you are not alone. And what you're going through is valid and true and real. And it isn't something that you have to handle by yourself. And I also want to say that the media and society is going to make it seem like it should be a quick journey. It's going to make it seem like Mm. you're going to realize like, oh, hey, I'm depressed. And then maybe go to a couple of therapy sessions or more likely have one conversation where you cry a little bit and then suddenly you've got to be better after that Mm. and that it's going to make it seem like after that moment where you shed a couple of photogenic tears you're never going to feel this way again and that you're you can't feel this way again because you're recovered now and I want Mm. to say that the journey of learning to acknowledge and deal with mental health isn't at all like that it isn't a straight line it's as cliched as it sounds, it is a process. It, mm. You go through high periods and low periods and you don't learn to overcome your mental illnesses more as you learn to deal with them and you learn things that trigger them and you learn things that make them better mm. and you learn things that minimize them and other things which may make them worse. And I want to, I'd like to tell uh, young people that just getting started on this journey, just getting up in the morning and acknowledging that you're going to get through this day is incredibly brave. And I'm so proud of you. And there are so many people who are so proud of you and love you just for who you are and for all of the effort that you are putting into the incredibly difficult act of being here and being alive in this day and age. I'm really glad you said that because not a single lie was told recovery is not always (laughs) (laughs) recovery is not always a linear experience and when people do have these stages wherein they fall down a little bit they feel bad but it just reminds me of a song my parents used to sing about how we fall down but we get back up and that's the important Mm -hmm. thing that we have the strength to continue getting back up because life is a roller coaster you will fall down a few times so thank you so much for sharing that because it was very true. Mm. I'd like to ask, you said earlier that you wrote your book or some of the poems during the lockdown. So what was the process like of writing this poetry book? Well, it was interesting because I never intended to write the poetry book. I think that if you told me a couple of years ago that my, uh, my thoughts and my emotions would be on display for the entire world to see that I would have freaked out entirely. I think that uh, the thing about these poems is that they're really just, they capture an emotion and a moment. They capture what I was feeling or thinking about or thinking on at a certain time. And they're really quite, 
quite searingly honest, which is why it was a difficult process to edit this book. But it was actually during the editing process when I'd finally uh, scrounged through all of my notebooks and put these poems into a Word document. It was during the editing process that I decided that I had to publish this book. I had to get it out here. I think that I think that um, most of the most of what goes on when like an author sets out to write a book for me happened in the editing. That was when I decided that I wanted to get my book out into the world because the writing process was mainly just me spewing out whatever was in my head. I'd love to read a poem for you guys if oh, uh, that would be yes, all right. Yes, yes, we'd love to hear it. I would love a sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This uh, is a poem. This is a poem called Love is a Red Balloon, and it was one of the first ones that I wrote when writing this book. Love is a red balloon tied to our wrist, just hanging there, so constant, so sure, and flappable, so new and shiny. Look what I have! Until something else catches our eye and we turn away. A breath of wind and it is gone so fragile, so lost up in the air, tossed and turned by the winds of change. And we look and we call and we beg and we curse ourselves. How could we let it slip away? Love is a red balloon as we walk down the streets. So small, so insignificant, lying defeated, defenseless, deflated at our feet that we wonder how we ever could have loved it at all. Wow. Sure. I loved that. I Can I just say, can I be one to say, I loved the writing and the delivery of the poem. Yeah. Sure. It was a wonderful, you really brought it to life mm. with your rec- recital. I feel like that's the word. The way you recited the poem. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was very lively. Oh my goodness. Jess, how can anyone purchase this book? Where is it available? So you can get it from my website, which is uh, com, And this is in, this is if you're in South Africa, it'll be delivered to you. And then if you want to get it in an ebook format, you can find it on Amazon at a few slivers of life. Like you just put that in Amazon and then, uh, yes, that's, that's how you can get it really. Yes. And lastly, I'd like to ask how anyone can follow your journey, this being your mm. socials. You've already given us your website, but what are your social media handles? Um, so I'm on Instagram at Jess underscore Celeste underscore musical underscore mayhem. So just it's a lot Jess of underscores. Musical mayhem. <laughs> there are, you know, you'd be surprised at how common some usernames are these days. You've got to <laughs> find some way of like getting one in there. <laughs> Uh, so Jess Celeste Musical Mayhem with a whole bunch of underscores then I'm on Facebook as strange as that sounds at Jess Robus and then on YouTube at uh, Jess Celeste Musical Mayhem without the underscores Wow, thank you so much Jess Thank you so much for joining us tonight Jess this was amazing Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful to be here and chat with you guys. Oh, the pleasure was really all ours. We wish you the best of luck with your journey, with your writing, and yeah, we will keep praying for you here on mm. the show. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So we have to say goodbye for now, but enjoy the rest of your evening, Jess. Thank you. You guys too. Enjoy the show. Have a lovely evening, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow. What a pleasant interview. Right? I enjoyed it to the fullest, honestly. And that poem. Sure. That was that was another level. It really resonated with I me, actually, honestly. While we were busy chatting to her now, I went to go follow her on Instagram because guys, if you if you listened, it is Jess underscore Celeste underscore musical underscore mayhem. Follow her, follow her journey if you mm-hmm. would like to hear more. But that was that was that was beautiful. Yeah. She has a very bright future. I don't mm. think you guys want to miss this. Now let's just hear a word from our sponsors about our new mall and then we'll go on into the mystery Bible quiz. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Yes, yes, you heard correctly. It is time for the mystery Bible quiz. Indeed. I'm so excited. That's the part where you go, Bible Bible quiz. quiz. (laughs) Okay, so tonight's Bible quiz goes like this. Who was David's son that became king? Hmm. You can answer your question. You can answer your question. Wow. You can send us your answers on 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. And the question is, who was David's son that became king? Yes, pay very attention to that last part because mm. this man had quite a few sons. Wasn't wasn't, wasn't that Goliath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if someone sends that answer, I'll be like, Inga, what Bible are you reading? Right? I'm like, I'm, we're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look at this Bible. I'm not sure what's <laughs> happening. I'm gonna have to come to church with you sometime, see what exactly is being sermoned on. But while you guys are trying to decide whether it is actually Goliath, <laughs> for those of you that are even asking that question, wow. <laughs> yes, please listen to Believer by Audio Adrenaline. We can't wait to hear your answers, you guys. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Health Tips How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Ah, indeed they are. I know we say this every week, so I'm not going to say it again. You already know what it is. (laughs) So... Today's health tips are happy health tips for summer. Number one, move more, sit less. Get at least 150 minutes of aerobic, I almost said aerobiotic, why? (laughs) Aerobic physical activity every week. Physical activity has immediate benefits for your health and it gives you better sleep and reduced anxiety. Oh my goodness, better sleep, I'm already on it. I was going to say reduced anxiety. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Number two, wear sunscreen and insect repellent. Use shade, wide-brimmed hats, that extra hats, clothing that covers and broad-spectrum sunscreen with this... uh, Broad-spectrum sunscreen with at least SPF 15. 
for sun protection. Mm. Also, just a tip. If you are using both sunscreen and insect repellent, apply the sunscreen first okay. after you come indoors. Check clothing, body and pets for ticks. Oh, mm. wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, me I would either. have just sprayed and rubbed everything on. Same. <laughs> Number three, keep cool in extreme heat. Extreme heat can be dangerous for everyone, but it may be especially dangerous for people with chronic medical conditions. Mm. So, I mean, we're not going to go sit in the sun if it's like 45 degrees out. Yeah. But just be mindful of that. Yes, guys. Just because we're Africans doesn't mean we guys. need to take that heat. I mean, we have air conditioners now, you guys. We don't need to suffer. Come on now. Number four. Eat a healthy diet. Delicious fruits and veggies make any summer meal healthier. And that's so true. Yeah. Because, you know, in winter, I feel like we get fat because we're just mm. doing soup and bread the whole yeah. time. If, when there's a little bit of clouds, I'm making soup. <laughs> it just fits the vibes. So summer is more of a fruity, yeah. you know, veggie type of thing. And the last one, number five, rethink your drink. Mm. Drink fluoridated water instead of sugary or alcohol drinks to reduce calories and stay safe. So instead of sodas and that um, flavored water, which you tell yourself it's water, mm. but it's flavored water. I mean, it is a kind of water. You tell yourself it's healthy. That's me. I am yourself. Same. <laughs> I tell myself it's healthy. But those are just some fun, happy health tips for the summer. So yeah, now let's. I believe we asked a question. Before. Indeed, we did, Zoe. So the question for the Bible quiz was Who was David's son that became king? Now, many of you sent your answers in and said Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got yeah. the wrong story there. <laughs> we need to see this translation. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so that was the question. And those of you that got it right, actually all of you got it right. The answer was Solomon. Yes. He had quite a few sons. I think like Adonijah, Absalom, another one. I don't remember. But PKs. none of them became PKs. must know. Always showing through. None of them Jesus became Jesus Hey now, <laughs> that is the scripture that I memorized and I'm proud of myself for it. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying Zoe. So none of, he had a, quite a few sons, but none of them became king. Mm. So if you were thinking maybe it was Absalom, maybe it was Adonijah. It yes, they're his sons, but it wasn't. Fingers right. They did not become king. Mm -hmm. Now let's just listen to Closer by Amanda Cook. This is a nice one here on 180 Degrees and we will be back to say our last goodbyes. Closer by Amanda Cook. That was a fun ballad to end the show with. And just like that, we are at the end of the show. Quite literally. Wow. We're we at the bottom of the... We are at the bottom of the hour. We have had such a fun evening with you guys tonight. Honestly, we enjoyed it. And Zoe is just going to take us out with a little scripture for some motivation for this week. Yes, we have... Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6 and it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your path mm, mm, mm. scriptures to live by you guys just keep this with you guys as you start this new week we're in the Thursday of the year mm. we are literally ending the year and we will be back again with you guys next week yeah. just stick around for the youth show that's going to play afterwards but yeah this has been 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out. Tweet us at IMYMovement. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m.
please visit kpulpit.co.za.